Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and so are we. I'm Tori Deal, and I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars Four is finally here, and this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's 902-1-O-N-G with Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling. Hey, 902-1-O-M-G-ers. We are back, finally. Yes. With a recap. Woo! <laughs> no, it feels so long. It feels so it's long. been a second. We had some scheduling issues. Very, very sorry for, you know, but we did our best. So thanks for bearing with us. This is a doozy. This we is got a doozy. doozy. We got a oh, good episode. Yeah. We got to jump right in. Uh-huh. This is season four, you guys. Episode 17, Thicker Than Water, aired January 12th, 1994. That sounds dirty. Okay, synopsis. <laughs> Donna stands up to David and heads off to Big Bear, where a handsome stranger wants to get cozy. David dives deeper into drugs and causes panic in the family. Dylan confronts Suzanne after the intel he received from Jim Walsh, and Andrea finds out her life is about to change forever. Directed by Michael Lang, written by Lana Freestat Melman. Was she married to one of our directors? Um, directors, Jeff Melman. Jeff Melman. I'm curious, and I'm sure probably yes, because you know Melman. Yeah. Well, or it could be his sister. We don't know. Well, yeah. mom, aunt, who knows? All right, let's just bust into this because I want to talk about the biggest uh, OMG talk moment, talk which me. was at the end. We're jumping all the way. Which one? Andrea is pregnant, you guys. 
They've announced it. Shocking. Now, now, <laughs> but I still was like, oh my God. I don't know why, but I knew it was coming. Yes, She's been hiding it for weeks. She's having a baby. It's not the flu, people. Uh-uh. Nope. Nope. What did you guys think of that storyline at the time? Do you remember? Nope. Come on. I just remember thinking, oh my gosh. Well, it just worked because we knew she was really pregnant. Yeah. And then so they wrote it Now, let me ask in. you this. At mm-hmm. this time, back in the 90s, did you know Shannon was leaving the show? No. No, I don't think so. Okay. So it wasn't quite there yet. We're about mm-hmm. halfway through the season. And no. you didn't know, obviously, because Gabrielle doesn't leave for a while. But did it? Did you worry, like, is she going to leave? Is who going to leave? Gabrielle. Why would we oh, think because she leave? Was because she was pregnant. I don't no, know. Because- I didn't know any better at that age. I don't remember at that time ever thinking, like, oh, could this is what happens. Like, if actresses get pregnant, do they write them out? Do they leave? Like, do they not come back? I, I was young. You're just going with it. Babies yet. Yeah, I think I was just like, oh, cool. Well, Gab getting pregnant on the show was the first time I really realized, oh, my gosh, we can get we can have children <laughs> like our lives can be normal and we can still film this show because we watched her life, you know, yeah. expand into family and motherhood and like still be able to play Andre. It was really interesting. And do you remember if they thought about not writing it in? Because obviously she's been pregnant for a bit of time. Right. So it's like. You didn't have to, right? You didn't have to. At this point, she's carrying flowers and big, you know, she's pregnant for months. We've seen it. So they didn't need to. I wonder if they just thought, you know what? We should ask Gab. We should ask Gab because I'm going to guess that that was a Gab. She wanted it. Yeah. Have it. Show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing it was a conversation with my dad and she said. Let's write in. It's a good storyline. It is a great storyline, but ultimately did ultimately separate her more because she was married with a kid and we were all college and going. So I wonder if she would have stayed all 10 years. She would have stayed, but it was it would have been hard to keep the group together storyline wise. Would have been cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was really responsible storytelling mm-hmm. that she went to the doctor and she was going to get her blood te- tested mm-hmm. and she requested to have a HIV test mm-hmm. done, uh, which at the time you had to ask for that. You had to go and seek that test. So I thought that was a cool message to send everyone. It was very, yeah, it was very of the time. Mm-hmm. But uh progressive i don't know what the word is forward yeah. thinking kind of yeah mm-hmm. all right well that's that with that storyline <laughs> uh let's talk about david let's talk about david and donna <laughs> oh he's such a oh, mess God. when the show opens it's like doormat martin like oh before that when he's like okay wait hold on i have to show you guys something i'm watching this show and um during that scene with david and the um the Howard, his drug dealer slash boss oh, man yeah, at the radio. Guy. Wait, we need to get him on the show. Sorry. We are. Well, you should. I'm watching it and I'm wondering why are they such close talk? Why does, why does David get. There's so uh, many things so wrong with what, him. There's so many things wrong. With I literally thought they were going to start making out. Like they were this close to each other talking. And I'm thinking that's got to be awkward. Is that because of the camera? No, I they're just really close to each other. But uh, that, from a breath standpoint, that would freak me out. I'd be like, oh, oh. right? It's yeah. too close. 
Give me some move my acting space, please. Oh God, I'm sick of this crap. Oh, thank God he hits rock bottom in this episode, and oh. it's going to be over. It's it's got to be over soon. God, he almost lost his freaking sister. Did, almost, he did. He did. And it's like now he's gone from from meth to wanting the pills, and it's just like oh my. And then he God. goes to the dad's office. He goes to the to the the his dad's office. Deals. Pills. Uh, what he's like looking for? I thought, is he trying to get Novocaine? What's he looking for? It in was there? cool angles though. Like it was like, oh, it's so close. Oh gosh, yeah. oh, it was so cute. Edgy. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was really great in this episode though. Yes, like yes, yes. I thought maybe he should have maybe gotten a manicure before those extreme close-ups on his <laughs> hands with the pills, but whatever. Wait, what did you see? Mm-hmm. Only nails? you would be looking like at his nails. nails. This is a little. I was like, trying to find out the name dirty, of the pills. You were looking bitey, at the nails. Dirty, <laughs> bitey. Oh, he, Brian's a nail biter, a notorious yeah. nail biter. You use your own hands for those shots. They would never yeah. bring in like a hand double. No. A lot of times, sometimes though, when you when we oh. were rushed to be somewhere else, yeah. they would say, "Oh, let, let's have Barb, the prop lady, yeah, hold the phone." That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, wait, I have a question. So in total, can you just remind me how long has he had this uh, drug spir- drug addiction? Is three episodes? Two weeks. I'd Seems say two like weeks. It. So mm-hmm. for two weeks, he went from here, never doing anything, mm-hmm. to here, and now boom, he's hit rock bottom yeah. in two yeah. weeks. Meth to pills, also very strange. It's called the nine hundred two one zero story arc mm-hmm. uh, pattern. It's very popular. <laughs> People have copied it. Was now. there a part where he kind of punches a wall? Too. I wrote down, he punches a wall. And like TV people always do that. Uh, <laughs> oh my it's God. A, it's such a thing that, who does that in real life? Punches a wall. Punch a uh, wall. We know some people that yeah, punch walls. Yeah, we do. Once in a blue moon, I'll throw a pillow if I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> That's your expression of anger? <laughs> yeah, I'm all. Ah. No. I wonder, when's the last <laughs> time you had a good like outburst of anger where you did something like, oh, so like punch a wall or something? Uh, so long. I think I maybe slammed a door once. Like, oh yeah, the door slams. Yeah, yeah. I that slammed the door last night. That happens a lot <laughs> around night, here. Yeah, I did. I, I was it, like, it was a long weekend. I got in. I slammed a door and then went in and bitched and about it. Me. To, I haven't slammed a door in probably five years, maybe four years. Oh my god, know. it's so childish, it's so it's juvenile. So stupid. And and then I'm after you slam the door, and you're like, oh, I hope the the door's okay. Did I did I mess it up? First That's of all, you that thinks now that. that I own a home, she goes and I would in. never <laughs> slam a door. Only in a I threw, rental. I threw Only my phone at, at. I threw my phone at my husband once. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah, he actually just reminded me of it a few <laughs> nights ago. We were watching TV, and he's like, "I remember that time when you threw your phone at my head in at the his bathroom." Head? I don't know. I was just. Eve. I don't know. I was just throwing, and his head was wow. in the way. <laughs> it didn't hit him. I don't have a lot of anger. I've worked through it a lot in therapy. Thank you. Good for you. Good. Mm-hmm. Also, I think because I'm watching it on Paramount Plus, I got extra terrible music. Ah, oh, the beach. I watched on Paramount. Okay, here's the thing. I've got to change I my Paramount pa- uh, Paramount Plus account because I'm I don't have the fancy one. I guess my like kids got it for me. I have the basic one. So every few minutes, it's mm. like add one of six. Yeah, I'm like, I have oh a lot of commercials no, online. that's not good. Yeah. No. We could maybe convince iHeart to upgrade us. I don't know. <laughs> hey, everyone. So as you can imagine, 
We know a thing or two about makeup. We've pretty much tried it all. And we are really liking Thrive Cosmetics because they have a full line of makeup perfect for an everyday look refresh. They have clean ingredients that feel great on your skin. And their products are foolproof, which makes it easy for any skill level to apply. And it's really cool to know that Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Oh, I love that connection. See that? Plus, how cool is it that their uh, high-performance formulas are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free? Amazing. And they have zero parabens, sulfates, and phthalates. I really believe when it comes to makeup, beautiful eyebrows are so important, don't you think? Their Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. And their easy-to-use waterproof pencil holds like a wax and blends like a powder. Ooh la la. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash 90210. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash 90210 for 10% off your first order. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. With the weather getting warmer, finally, it is time for a wardrobe refresh. And when I want to update my style without breaking the bank, I turn to Quince. They offer premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30. And washable silk tops, timeless 14-karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They partner directly with top factories, so Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to you. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. I use the hoop earrings I ordered from Quince all the time. And basically live in the slippers that I ordered on their website. The prices and quality are so worth it. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash 90210 for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash 90210 to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash 90210. 
Okay, so Donna is the doormattiest ever. Oh, ever. In the beginning of this. In your ski boots. <laughs> what about David? Is that you? No, it's Saddam Hussein. Like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Why, why did he say that? That was weird. I don't know, but it like my heart dropped. I was like. Yeah, it was weird. Because now in 2023, I'm like, wait, can you say that? Yeah, and it's just weird. Didn't even, yeah, it wasn't good. And then jerk. also, didn't David say something like, have a good time. Don't think about me. Like, what? He's a. So mean. At mm-hmm. least she gets a little riled up and is like, I don't want to even see your face. So yeah. I was like, okay, finally. Oh, my God. Get you it really together, bitch. Life isn't your concern. You, so you got mean. so worked up. And then I stomped been out of that room in those ski boots like a pro. I and then he so said a, he wanted a girlfriend capable of a mature relationship. I'm like, you're an you're idiot. mature? Yeah. Idiot. I will Great have idea. When I am ready to have sex. Which is going to be with you in about four seasons. Right. <laughs> Spoiler. Also, his headphones were epic. They should have had that at the merch booth at 90s Con because his headphones were like amazing. They were did those you, little. Did you sign that uh, hair dryer? Yeah, I signed a hair dryer. That was so cool. Was there a 90s hair dryer? It was a 90210 yes. hair dryer. And apparently oh. they just got it a few weeks ago on eBay. And I'm like, whoa, we need to get some merch. And did you get a bobblehead? Wait, we, we should not be oh. talking about the con. We've already talked about this. But did you, you get can, a bobblehead? You can. We, we'll let it live. Oh, my God. Okay, so there's this thing like Funko Pop. Oh, has yeah, I know. Yeah. The bobblehead Funko Pops yeah. for everything. And the big thing now is like 90s, all the boy bands, all the TV shows of the 90s, except 90210. And I was like, that's weird. Why wouldn't we have one? So when I saw her approaching, I was like, they finally did it. And she's like, no, I didn't wait for them. I made she my own. made it. It was yeah. amazing. It's amazing. It cool. Anyway, sorry. Um, David, when he when he t- falls asleep on the bench and loses the kid, then they go and they find, well, first, what about the old lady at the park? Remember wait, with Aaron? She was like, yeah, you want to have a cookie? Little that was a little girl? creepy. She wanted to give her like, yeah. Like but Hansel she was and Gretel. old lady. Can't you take a cookie in that situation? Kelly no. was like, I would never take it. I don't ever take stranger food. Stranger like a, food. Um, you don't know. You don't right. know. Wait, you're can right. we go back though for a second? I did like tear up a little bit when in this, the scene with Kelly, I thought Kelly was so great to David. Oh no, mm. this is after, isn't it? That's okay. We'll we'll jump around today. Is it after or before? No, it's no, I'm right. It's before because he says, let's go take our favorite toddler out. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. says, are you on drugs? And mm-hmm. the way she, the way she you said it <laughs> was very like I felt the relationship that these people are really close. And mm-hmm. writing goes beyond this. These are two people who are friends and family. Mm-hmm. And that I felt that in the moment. I felt it in the scene. And then the hug between the two of you made me cry. Oh yeah, that was a good. I I liked that beat mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. If if you will indulge me, because I want to talk more about that and their scenes together, but. If we go in reverse, number one, did you go to Big Bear? No. Did you film this in Big Bear? No. No. Disappointing. Okay. Number two, did anyone notice Brenda with the peanut butter? What? What? Who puts their finger in the peanut butter jar? That was insane. Oh, was this in the kitchen? She was eating peanut butter with with her double fingers into the jar. I knew a woman Ugh. like that one. Like, why Always would they? Her fingers and stuff. Is that directed, <laughs> or is that how Shannon ate peanut butter? Like, and then I you can't, know, you so can't put that back. Nobody else can eat out of that. 
Well, they're Wait. very close, the Walshes. So, what did Cindy see this? Sorry, I missed this part. Everybody She's saw. She's doing it in front of mom and dad. Yeah. But why wouldn't Cindy say something? I don't know, but it was so. It was really distracting. It made me uncomfortable. <laughs> so bad. I was like, even nobody does that. If one of my kids did that, I'd be like, now we have to throw it away. Maybe if like you had that. your Sorry. own peanut butter jar, but like. Who has their own peanut butter jar? Or, wait, wait, wait. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe Brandon's allergic to nuts. So he doesn't eat peanut butter. But what about the Maybe Walsh's? the Walshes don't like peanut butter. Maybe now, Also, it's they all were Brenda's. both in their robes making the snacks. Oh, <gasps> you guys, I don't have my notes, so I'm flying free That's why right I'm now. Here to help. Thank I'm you here. so much because someone threw my notes. But um, we must talk about <laughs> Jim in that robe. Because you want to know what was underneath? Oh, I don't I was just like, sexy. Oh, my God. He looked good in that robe. And I think, I, doesn't Brandon make a joke about the robe? I think yeah, even and then Ian goes like this and like shows the hair. Yes. Oh, <laughs> had me at hello. Oh, my God. You're blushing. So, right? She's blushing right now. You guys. I, I loved you Mrs. Walsh making the snacks. And don't forget your grapes. Like, there was a lot of that. Geez, she packed ready. like an entire cooler for these kids to go to Big Bear. Totally. But I thought it was sad because she was like, first of all, she was like, we should, you know, get a, hit a mo- head up a movie or go to a movie mm-hmm. this afternoon. I thought the comeback from him was going to be like, well, yeah. let's not go out to a movie. Let's spend the day, you know, watch a movie in, uh-huh, wink, uh-huh. wink, get yeah. on some Jim and Cindy, bow, bow. But no, he's like, I have to go talk to Dylan. I mean, he's yeah. already in a robe. Right. They're ready to go. Well, we had yeah, to move the storyline What's five more along. minutes? We had to move the storyline along. Yeah. Also, there was a joke about funny brownies or funky brownies, which I thought I thought was it meant like, pop brownies. That's what yeah, it me did. Too. That's no, what it why didn't. Would, why would she, why would Mrs. Walsh have wouldn't. funny no. brownies? But he's like, Making a joke about it. No. Then the other flag on the play that I loved was they, they're they on the phone saying to Donna, we'll be there in 15 minutes. Yeah, you can't get anywhere in 15 minutes. From Beverly Hills. I thought the same thing. The beach. That's like, we'll see you in 90 minutes. Listen, <laughs> I want to tell you right now, I was born and raised in L.A. and around Beverly Hills. And that is what we always said. No matter where you were going minutes. in L.A., you always said 15 <laughs> growing up. Mm. And then I guess then it became 20. I, now me, it's 90. <laughs> me, I still, in my brain, is like, I can get anywhere in 15 minutes. Yeah. And Jen's like, I can't get from my house to like the Century City Mall in 15 minutes. It's like a town over. Mm-hmm. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferreira, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As important as choosing the right destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner. Gene! Eugene Fodor. Gene, was we'll it. Much of the joy you will find on the road comes from the person you share it with. So you write the books, Gene, and Vlastar on the business. I understand now. He's a wise man who marries a wiser woman. But be careful and choose your travel partner well, because the worst trips result when two partners have two different agendas. Get down! I'm not stupid, Jean. Something is going on, and it's high time you tell me the truth. Freeze, Americano! Jean, run! So travel before it's too late. Your money will return. Your time won't. And we're all too quickly approaching that final destination. Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so the kids go to Big Bear, which wasn't really Big Bear. Sorry, Amy. It looked like a lodge. It looked like a real ski lodge. Yeah, it did. Where did you film that? No clue. I think. No clue. Hmm. On set? It looked great. And then you meet a, a haughty little uh, ski bunny. Yeah. Like um, he worked at the ski shop. He was fixing the boots. Yeah. He had some very tight jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> he was a cutie. He was smooth. Yeah. He was smooth too. He was very smooth. You guys made out. Yeah. I wrote. I was like ow. a major makeout. So basically on 90210 up to date, like, correct me if I'm wrong. That's the. Second person I've ever kissed on 90210 in the four seasons, right? You're keeping track? Well, she's only been with David, so it's easy. I want to run a tally. That's a good idea. That's a good idea, with It ends up in 10 seasons being a lot, so we should start it now. (laughs) That's a good Uh game. Um, I wonder how I felt at the time if I was like, ooh, he's cute. Oh, my God. I've only had kisses with Brian. Like, I wonder, like, how I felt. I can't remember anything. Sorry. I also loved your stirrup ski pants. Your mm-hmm. whole look was very on fire. The stirrups? Mm-hmm. Also, the Martins are rich. They've got a house in Big Bear, and it's the nicest house in town. Remember, he says. Yeah. Nicest house in town. Whatever. Oh, my God. And you're going to soak your tootsies? 
Oh, and he says I have cute feet. You do. I do. The whole thing was sort of cute. It was cute. I wasn't mad at it. And David's such a How jerk. old do you think he was? In, like the character? He looked like early 20s. Your age. Yeah, a little bit older. Just a little so bit older. So how old is Donna Martin at this time? 19. She is 19. Okay, so it's not like he was like with some underage baby. No, he's not Creeposaurus. <clears throat> no, not at all. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Okay. So, okay. So let's, yeah, let's, let's play that through. So, mm-hmm. so that all kind of happens and uh, good for Donna. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little, little pep in her step when she goes back to deal with David. Yeah. As she and should. She knew, and she knew what she wanted because you were like, Kelly was, oh, sorry, not Kelly. Pardon me. Brenda was like, let's go back. And she's like, no, I'm good. No, I don't want to. But then you come and you and you tell him I'm in love with someone else. Mm-hmm. You're not ready. Someone that's treating me terrible. Mm-hmm. While we're at it, what did we think of Steve's sunburst ski jacket or whatever loved. that was? Yeah, loved. <laughs> this is good. I'm really disappointed. I thought that that would have been maybe on location. Like, why? Why only Jason gets to go to San Francisco? Why mm. couldn't you just take a van to Big Bear? But okay. that's called Jason, number one on the call sheet. <laughs> yeah. Jason was skiing in jeans, wasn't he? Also, not Brandon. Him. Sorry. Brandon was skiing in jeans. People that's, do do it. Yeah. And Big Bear. It's not, right? not good. Mm. Okay. I mean, okay. <laughs> Let's talk about Dylan. We got to talk oh, about yes. Dylan and um, his sister. Taking and his sister surfing. Starting yeah. her period because that <gasps> was weird. It was uh, not. I've seen it on other shows. It's a storyline yeah. that they throw in on shows. Yeah, it but was why? literally just why, on boxes. Did, why did they do that to just make them closer to and to bring Cindy in and the whole thing? And mm. I don't know. It's very I didn't like get the point of that. At I could have done without it. Yeah, I don't know. TV shows write that crap in a lot. The period. Mm. Yeah, but. We do find out that uh, Erica may or may not be Jack's daughter. Yeah. Right. So there's, st- there's still something going on there. And we find out a little bit more that she's a little sketchy, sketchy. Yeah. Not Erica, Susan. No, the mom, right. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm, sketchy. Moa's well, cute, that picture that she showed him of Jack Taylor and her. Jack Taylor? Yeah. Jack, Jack. Jack McKay. Not Jack Taylor. Yeah, it's Josh Taylor. Jack. <laughs> Kelly's still You know, I just worry about Dylan here. It's like Dylan's falling for all of this and falling in love with the sister, and it's just all. Not falling in love, but like. It's just a lot. Real yeah. fast. A lot of. A lot. Family. Mm-hmm. He feels that loss of such mm-hmm. intense loss of family that anything that's coming his way is like he finally has someone. Like, I feel sad for him that he's. I love her, but is this real? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. This so is redeeming about- for Dylan, though, to happen right now. Because yeah, yeah. He needs it. He needs it because we were having a little, like, some moments. Should we talk about the missing Aaron? First of all, she's adorable. The, the so cute. Little Aaron is adorable. Yeah. I was just like, when they were in the police station... Why wasn't Mel upset? He just didn't seem like worried. They were all a bit calm, but then good action. Jackie, by Jackie. brings it. Mm-hmm. Jackie, Jackie brings, brings it in. It. Yeah. yeah. I love that that scene for her. 
I love yeah, that. She really, yes. I made a note, like she really pulled that off and made it more real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. She saved that scene. And I thought you and that both Jenny and Brian were good. It mm-hmm. didn't feel as it, as it, it was sort of ridiculous, all of it. But at the mm-hmm. same time, it felt really okay. This feels there. You did it well. Cause it, I believed it. Yeah. Yeah. I just didn't believe that they would find her in a house down the street or whatever. Like, I mean, yeah. It's 90210. It still has to be tied up with a neat bow because we know, yeah. sadly, that wouldn't have probably been that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, or she could have wandered off and been hit by a car. Yeah. Like, it was so risk that it was so risky, even if she's not being kidnapped. Yeah. It was yeah. just like, oh my God. Oof. And that is why we watch our kids closely, people. Yes. Never take your eye off them. And I thought Dave, uh, David crying, it was all real. Yeah. Please don't hate me. Help me. I was like, this is good acting. He was great in that. Yeah, both of you. I, 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 I'm in on all of this. Well, we'll see what happens next week. Does he get help or is it just over? <laughs> I'm guessing it's I just don't... over, right? It is. Okay. <laughs> I really can't. Oh, but then what happens to Howard? No, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. We never see him again. Who knows? All right, so our 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 homework for next week's episode, everybody, which is season four, episode eighteen, Heartbreaker. Oh, oh no! So let's all watch it and then talk about it. We got to score the episode. Oh, oh, oh! What do you give it? Oh, geez, this is hmm. It's tough for you. Okay. Oh, we're all right together. Eight, eight and a half, seven. Yeah, I liked it. It was a bit of bouncy aroundy for me. It was a bouncy aroundy. Like we're going to Big Bear. We're going to Malibu. We're going to this. We're going to that. Then we're back. Yeah, right. We're all separate a little bit, which we never love. We love when we're together all. all But yeah, but it was good. Good fashion. Great ski. Great ski fashion. Mm -hmm. Donna looked fab. I give good snow bunny. Eyebrows were getting a little thin, a little thin on the eyebrows, but. Yeah, it's coming. I'm in. I'm in season four. You're bringing it. Let's see. Let's see where it goes. All right, you guys have a great week. We love you. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., 
And I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.